ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Sister Grace is ready to minister. Clap your hands for her as she sings. Love 
to love you, but as hard as I can, because you love me first. I want to be just like Jesus, he who loved the Father so. of your word guide us take us to a better place give us a better experience in Jesus name 
You may be seated. I'm continuing with the message I've been sharing on the life I now live. And this morning I'm preaching on habits. Habits. A believer must have habits. Actually, a lifestyle is a lifestyle because of habits. And this morning, God, through his word, is going to help us to understand something very important. Mark chapter 5, verse 18. This is the story of the healing of the madman of Gadara. And this is how it ends. In verse 18, says, when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. How be it? Jesus suffered him not but said unto him Go home to thy friends. And tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee. And hath had compassion on thee. And he departed. And began to publish it in the Decapolis. How great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. All men did marvel. Let's all repeat it. All men did marvel. All men did marvel. All men did marvel. All men did marvel. Say it in key. Again. All men did marvel. Ladies and gentlemen. Today, I want to teach on a very important habit. You see, the word marvel makes or gives a certain meaning which is not the original meaning the writer intended to have. 
normally when we say marvel, we mean surprise. You are in shock. All men marveled. But if you look at the original Greek word from which we got the word marveled, the word actually means admire. It means to admire. To admire. Or to hold in admiration. Yes, I like the way she's put it. Like something which is nice. And you are looking at it. And I will share. With, with, with a sense of respect. And all men did marvel. So everybody admired him. Everybody liked the man. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget the story. A man was mad. Not only was he mad, so he suffered from all the three aspects of his life. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in a body. So you are made up of three parts. Spirit soul and body. Now, this man was suffering from all the three aspects of his being. Spiritually, he was demon-possessed. So, he was sick spiritually. Demons were in him. And Jesus cast the demons out. He was also sick in his soul. The soul is made up of the mind. Your feelings. And your intellect. And now this man. Actually that was his name. His name reflected the disease of his life. Madman. So the soul was off. So we know his spirit was off. His spirit was sick. His soul was sick. His body was sick. The Bible says that each day, daily in the tomb, he would cut himself his body bleeding and screaming so if you saw him you see different wounds at different stages of healing fresh wounds Infected wounds, wounds that had healed, and those which had undergone what we call cicatrization. Yes. 
Cicatrization. I know or they are too Not that he had sika, but and yes, we will sika out It was undergo it, it, it some wounds had undergone scarification. A doctor for a church and would see any he has scars. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the man we are talking about. Full of scars. His mind was gone. His spirit was off. But he met Jesus. And Jesus healed him. Restored him. And normally, we read in the same Bible people with similar conditions who were healed by Jesus but they, they did not bother to even come back to say thank you but this man, this man who was healed made a request to Jesus he said Jesus allow me you've done so much for me allow me to be with you wherever you go I want to go with you even sometimes when you come to a point where you are sharing testimonies you can use me as a testimony. But Jesus said, no. And so Jesus can said there be. You cannot follow me. There is more to life than just sitting by me. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus sent this man. He said, don't be with me. Rather, go home. Go home. Go to your friends. Go to your neighborhood. And when you go, tell them the great things I've done for you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that a man who was sick in all the three aspects of his life suddenly was now the subject and object of admiration. Everybody admired him. You know, norm, normally when you see someone, the first impression you get from the person becomes what guides you in your relationship with the person. Imagine a man with scars on his arms. Scars on his face. A man who was not looking very nice. But the Bible says everybody 
admired him. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the plan of God for you as well. He wants you to be the object of people's admiration. That when people see you, they should see you as somebody nice. Somebody very handsome. Something about you should make people admire you. Ladies and gentlemen, many of us sitting here today are far from being admired. Even as I preach now, some of you, when I see you, you look like an armed robber. Yes. When I see you, I see the image of a thief or an area boy or someone we shouldn't bring around. Yesterday I had some visitors not some, recently. Some people came to visit me in the, in the office. When it was so that they were around, I said they should meet me at the reception. So I left my office and came to the reception to have the meeting. Because I don't know what type of people they were. Not everybody must be brought into the office. Not everybody must be brought into the sitting room. So in most houses, there's always there are always some chairs at the at the um, uh, uh, porch. But the plan of Jesus is that when you go to someone's house, he should be able to invite you into his bedroom, into his sitting room. Ladies and gentlemen, listen very carefully. When you come to Jesus, he wants to make you great. He wants to make you admirable. And how he does that is to help you to understand that the Christian life is a journey. It's a journey. Many of you are not living the Christian life as a journey. Some of us have stopped you have stopped you have stopped at going to church on Sunday you began by getting born again came to church on Sunday and you have failed to progress but the Christian life is a journey and today I want to inform you that you cannot stop 
I said, you cannot stop. You can't stop at Sunday church attendance. The man said, I want to be with you. But Jesus said, no. You can do more than just being with me. Listen to me very carefully today. When you come to church and you end at the level of just Sunday morning church going, you are depriving yourself of a certain beautiful work God wants to do in your life. When you come to Jesus, he wants to make you beautiful. He wants to make people admire you. But many of us, by making yourself end your Christian life on Sundays, nobody marvels at you nobody admires you today I'm talking about developing the habit of serving God serving God it's a habit it's a habit doing something for God that's why I invited some of us to sing in the choir when you come to Jesus and you don't progress you don't continue your journey and you end only at the level of going to church on Sunday you deprive your Yourself of a certain work God wants to do in your life. He wants to make you beautiful. He wants to make you someone people admire. We shouldn't look at you and suddenly think that a prostitute is sitting in church. God wants to change your life. He wants to turn your life around. And one way to do that is to get you to serve him. To serve him. When you serve God, he makes your life beautiful. When you walk with him, and you work for him he changes your life look your marriage your future your family accommodation your work all the things that are needed to make you beautiful they come from serving God when you don't serve God and you just attend church and sit down on Sunday you block God from making doing a certain work in your life Malachi chapter 3 Malachi verse 17 he said they shall be mine they shall be mine all of us are children of God but the Bible says there are some people 
there are some people a special group today I invite you to join that special group what is that special group what happens to that special group they are a people who are spared I said I will spare them see to spare someone is to exempt the person from, 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 from an experience that is due him. You went to steal milk in the fridge. Daddy caught you. Daddy The milk was in your hand. And there was white a white mark on your upper lip. Kwame, Kwame, what are you doing? And your hand is shaking. Now and say, put your church. And he goes to his room. Now one of them. And he brings his belt. Now I call you the belts. Turn around. I said, I know. And just as he is about to flip you, now I'm not worried about the show. No. He said, Will you do it again? I said, Oh, that's not a BM. Daddy, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. I said, There be done a bit in your BM. So if you do it again, you will see what I will do to you. And daddy goes away. What has happened to Kwajo? Is that he has been spared from a punishment. Many of you are due for some punishment. But he wants to spare you. Some of you should never marry. Some of you should never be rich. Some evil your grandfather committed. Some of you, as you sit here, you have spoiled two marriages. But God says, He will spare you by helping you to marry one day. Some of you, your family members, have brought a curse on you. Some of you, some things you have done yourself, they brought a curse on you. But God wants to spare you. The Bible says, if the Lord were to count iniquity who shall stand if he was to mark our sins the bad things we have done who shall stand who shall stand but thank God that he can spare you I said he can spare you don't forget God is not only kind he is also wicked if God says he is punishing you you cannot stand it read your bible carefully his punishment no human being can imagine that type of punishment this morning 
God wants to spare you. Some of you, by sparing you, you will marry. By sparing you, you will have a family. By sparing you, you will have a job. Remember somebody employed you. And you stole his money. You stole his computer. You you stole his mobile phone. It means that you, you, you must never do well in your business. But he says I will spare you. How can we get God to spare us? We get him to spare us by serving him by doing something for him by working for him when you work for God he spares you he exempts you in verse 18 he said then shall ye return and descend between the righteous and the wicked and him that serveth God and him that serveth him not when you are in church and you serve God you are different from someone who doesn't serve God when two people are praying and one serves God and one doesn't serve God the response of God to the two people are different today I want to talk to you go beyond attending church on Sundays some of you can on your own bring people to church forget about shepherd and zonal pastor on your own you bring people to church when you do that when you do that you are bringing blessings God spares you Psalm 102 verse 13 thou shalt have mercy upon Zion thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her the set time has come today I want to tell you Favor has come. Mercy has come. Mercy. The time for mercy. The time to be exempted. The time for a certain punishment that must come upon you. To be removed. The time has come. He said, I will have mercy upon Zion. And the time to favor her. Favor means that one day somebody will say, I will marry you. One day somebody will say, I will give you a job. 
This life, listen to me as I close. This life is not lived by academic qualifications. This life is not lived with master's degree and PhD. This life is not lived with good looks. All these things they happen at the lower half of life. The upper half of life we don't use degrees. We don't use beauty. We use favor. Somebody saying I like you. Somebody says I'm choosing you. That is how we live this life. A lot of people working in places in Accra, they don't have the qualification for it. There's a church member. In one of the services, I won't mention the service, she sits here. She is the human resource manager for a very major co- company in Ghana. Yekase, international company. She was an ordinary worker in the, che- in the, in the office. One day the boss called her. That could be a, juma penina, a, friend. a white man. Brony. He said, our human resource manager is leaving the so I'm appointing you as a resource manager she was shocked thank you for honoring me but I'm not qualified I don't have any degree but rather Saraba Francis Ofosu. Francis Ofosu. Abscess. They have got master's degrees in human resources. The boss said, Nonsense. Who are you to tell me who to employ? Who are you? What do you mean? He said, When I say you are the human resource manager, you are the resource human resource manager. He said, Next month, we are paying $15,000 a year for you to do a, a, a course, an MBA, executive MBA, $15,000. A year. But next week, that's a You are starting your work. As you are working, you are going to school. Ladies and gentlemen, that is life. Most people, what they are doing in life, they don't qualify. It is favor. It is mercy. But thank God. He said the time to favor her has come. Today I announce that the time for your favor has come. I said the time for your favor has come. 
The time for you to live in a house you don't deserve to live in has come. The time to marry a woman you don't deserve to marry has come. The time to drive a car you don't deserve to drive has come. It is called the set time. Ladies and gentlemen, how do we determine the time? How do we know whether it is November or January? The next verse. He said, For thy servants take pleasure in her stones. As soon as you begin to show interest in the stones of God favor is coming towards you as soon as you begin to get excited about the stones what are the stones first Peter chapter 2 verse 5 my God he said ye also as lively stones living stones are built up a spiritual house this church has two houses the physical house and the spiritual house and God is looking for people who will be interested in the spiritual stones people who will come to church with people carrying them because every Sunday we build a house we build a house the church you are seeing right now is a house but outside upstairs it's an uncompleted house this house is uncompleted there should be two rows of chests there should be two rows of chairs here. We should have chairs to this side. We should have chairs to this side. They all, where the cars are parked, there should be canopies on this side from here to the end. It, it is because there are no stones that we are packing cars there. Ladies and gentlemen, God is looking for people who will take pleasure in the stones. That every Sunday you will carry people on a bus. You bring three people to church. And when they ask you, what are you doing? You say, I'm sending stones to build the house of God. I'm sending stones to build the house of God. When you do that, you are taking pleasure in the stones. And therefore, favor comes to you. Mercy comes to you. What destroyed your grandmother 
destroyed your auntie destroyed your mother has already hit your big sister it's about to come to you by the time it arrives at your door there is a Passover sign on you I said there is a Passover sign on you and it jumps immediately may evil pass over your life I said may evil pass over your life ladies and gentlemen I would have taught you something but one day I'll teach you there are always two or three ways of getting something one sister saw me yesterday and she asked me if we hadn't had fresh wings to receive prophetic words what would have happened to us I said God would have taken care of you because a prophetic word is just one way God also has, a, has different ways of ministering to us on our own. There are always different ways. I told her the word of God in you can be a prophetic word for your life. Peter said we have a more sure word of prophecy. When you have your quiet time, obey the word of God. You, you don't need a lot of prophetic words. A boy was brought to Jesus. He would fall into water and he would drown. And they will rescue him. He will fall into fire. And they will rescue him. He was a mad boy. When they brought him to Jesus. He said this kind. Go what not. Except by prayer and fasting. But Jesus did not fast and pray. He said if you have faith. As small as a mustard seed. It means what prayer and fasting can do. Faith can do it. Faith can do it. Immediately. With faith. He cast out the devil. Ladies and gentlemen. You don't need to drink oil to have favor. You don't need to visit prophets to have favor. I don't visit prophets. I am one of the most blessed people on earth today. Listen carefully. One of the ways to draw favor into your life is to be interested in the living stones to bring stones every Sunday you bring two people four people when you take pleasure in the stones your set time of favor has come I'm here to announce to you have a habit of serving God and the best way to serve God 
there's a way to catch somebody's attention. It's by how you serve the person. There's a way you can serve. Which will let a big man notice you. How many of you want to know one of the ways to be noticed by God? One of the ways to be noticed by God. How many of you want to know a way God can notice you that Efua is here? Have you do you know that there's a phrase in the Bible? Depart from me, I never knew you. How many of you want to be known by God? One way to be known by God is to be the source and the cause of excitement in heaven. The Bible says when a soul repents, there is excitement in heaven. And as the angels are shouting, and they are screaming can you imagine all the angels in heaven screaming and God will ask why are you screaming he said keep quiet why are you screaming somebody is born again somebody has repented and they'll ask who is he Matthew Matthew wow and the next question is who caused him to be born again? And the angels will mention your name. Karen Jumon. Karen Jumon. Wow! Hey. The next week Sunday. Another shouting. Karen Jumon. Karen Jumon. Next week. Shouting. Karen Jumon. Karen the following Sunday, if there is shouting, they will ask, is it Karen Jumon again? May they mention your name in heaven. I said, may they mention your name in heaven. What do you think will happen? If Karen Jumon goes on her knees to pray to God, that is why I said, when somebody serves God, and someone doesn't serve God, God reacts to their prayers differently. One man came to Jesus that his daughter was sick. The Bible says Jesus did not mind him. Suddenly, the Jewish leaders told Jesus this man he deserves an answer the reason is that he has built us a synagogue immediately immediately Jesus healed the girl when you are involved in the building of the spiritual house immediately that's why today I came to tell you serve God serve God find someone 
Bobby. Bring people to church. Next week Sunday. We can have Salvation Sunday. Salvation Sunday. Everybody brings a soul to church. You pray. You get a soul. And you bring the person. And the following Sunday. We'll have baptism Sunday. Holy Ghost baptism. What a baptism. Ladies and gentlemen. When you do that. You gain the attraction and the recognition of heaven. And. And. Mercy comes to your life. What you should have suffered, you don't suffer. Next week Sunday is Salvation Sunday. Look, all of us here, we should fill the side of the car park. We should rent 10, 20 more canopies. And remove the cars from there. And let souls come. And not just next Sunday. You yourself on your own. You can have your personal salvation Sunday. And you vow to God. By next year, 2018 ending. I want to have my own five souls I have brought to church. And when you take pleasure in the stones, you receive mercy. You receive favor. The next time you go for an interview, may it not be the tie you are wearing, but may the living stones you have brought to the church speak for you. May the souls who have turned around, who have repented because of you, May they speak for you. I want to announce. Next week Sunday. Is favor time. Next week Sunday. Is mercy time. If I had told you next week Sunday. I am anointing special bottles of oil for everyone for favor. You would have come. Even, even when there's no verse in the Bible that says that there's oil for favor. But there's a scripture that says stones for favor. Rather, the Bible says there's stones for favor. If I had said I'm bringing special oil, messy oil, some of you would have carried gallons of oil for mercy. When there's, when there's no verse there's no scripture in the bible that says oil for mercy but there's a scripture here stones for mercy next week Sunday as you are bringing your stones believe God that you are coming to receive 
prophetic mercy and favor for your life favor for your business favor for your marriage are you not going to marry stand up has he not so come Say it's favor time. I can't hear you. Say it's favor time. Come and stand here. I'm announcing already that these two are going to marry. Twenty fifth November. That's next week. Ah, that's Next week. That's This is it. This one. What time? One a.m. One, 1 p.m. Sorry. It is because of this wedding that you must bring a soul. I know a girl. She's a medical doctor. Oh yeah, doctor She came from America. America Just like this. Say Saturday was a wedding. Just like this. Say yeah, yeah. She was sitting under the dryer. Now, or baby, Legon. And she received a message. The man said he won't marry her. Again. They had had engagements. Flown the cake from abroad. I'm not joking. If they will have a wedding, it won't be because of her beauty. It will be the favor and the mercy of God. And also, if next year by this time they are still married, it will take the mercy of God. If five years time they are so married it will take the mercy of God but instead of drinking oil for mercy you can bring blocks for mercy living stones for favor souls for favor next week Sunday is a prophetic Sunday souls for favor and after Sunday I will not care for those sheep you are going to pastor them you visit them encourage them to come to church ensure they are established even though you are not a shepherd you can encourage them to become shepherds and when the person is stable you go and bring another and another and the more you bring the more favor the more mercy because if I bring five if by next year we are having a prophetic service by the way this service is a prophetic service there is a soul you will bring that will be a reason why you will marry one day don't play with it some of you here it's a soul that will prevent your death it's a soul that will prevent something 
bad from happening to you. I I'm here to inform you. If by next year, you've brought five, I've brought two. We can't be the same. We cannot be the same. Yeah. Two and five are not equal. A man gave his servants five talents. He gave another one two. Another one one. Of course, the one, one who had one didn't do anything with it. But the one with five. He was told. Well done. Good and faithful servant. Enter into my rest. The one with five. Was also told. The same words. Well done. More good and faithful servant. So when you hear the same sentences, you may think the one who earned five and the one who earned two are the same. But they were never the same. When it was time to give one of them the one talent, it was given to the one who won five. What does it mean? The more you do, the more favor you get. The more you do, the more mercy you get. Next week Sunday is favor and mercy Sunday. There should be people sitting on the stage. There should be chairs here. May you not be left out. This is called the set time. A predetermined time. And I'm saying that after next Sunday, you can have your own salvation Sunday. Every man have your own salvation Sunday. And see what the Lord will do. Exodus 23, 25. He said, Ye shall serve the Lord. And he shall bless thy bread. If you don't serve God, he will not bless your business. He will not bless your marriage. A pastor officiating your wedding does not mean that your marriage has been. So far, If I officiate your wedding, it means it is blessed. So the real blessing of the marriage is God Himself visiting the marriage with a blessing. And how do we attract God's blessing upon our business, upon our family, upon our children? By serving Him. Jesus told the man don't sit with me go and serve me by talking to people about me and everybody admired him soon they will admire you I said soon they will admire you what is next week Sunday 
Salvation and favor Sunday. Rise your feet. Mercy and favor Sunday. Shout mercy and favor Sunday. Mercy and favor Sunday. Mercy and favor Sunday. Mercy and favor Sunday. May you receive mercy from God. Oh, I forgot to say that you are also free to forget. You are free to forget that we are we are having salvation Sunday. God will also forget that you pray to him. Read your Bible carefully. How you treat God determines how he treats you. Say, if you honor me, I will honor you. If you draw nigh, I will draw nigh. The measure you meet is the same measure I will meet. You forget I forget. You don't come to church next week Sunday. He also don't show up on him. I show up. Shout, I will receive mercy. I will receive mercy. Shout, I will receive favor. I will receive favor. Yes. And the souls who will come next Sunday. They will not be my responsibility. And yes, so for you will pastor them. From next week Sunday. Let's believe God. Forever and ever. There will be extra canopies. There will be many rows. Because as you are sitting here. Your soul is abscess. Two souls are abscess. Develop the habit. Of serving God. And he will bless your bread. Lift your two hands. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We bless you. Bless our marriage. Bless our marriage. Bless our families. Bless our businesses. Guide us to serve you and let your will be done everybody close your eyes now. everybody close if you are here today you are not born again you want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior wherever you are you want to say pastor pray for me lift your hand I want to pray for you right yes 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 lift it high Lift it high. You want to be born again. If your hand is up, come to me in front here. Come quickly. Come. Come. Come to Jesus. Close your eyes. And lift your two hands. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. 
today I come to you. Today I come to you. I receive you. I receive you as my personal savior. As my personal savior. Oh, say it. Say it today. Today. Speak. Say it today. Today. I receive you. I receive you as my Lord. As my Lord. Say I have sinned. I have sinned. I've done many wicked things. I've done many wicked things. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Say the prayer. Hey, look, those in front, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Say the prayer after me. Lift your two hands. Say it in tree. Pray with them in tree. to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.